church said amen. Let's thank God for our choir. I've been in this preaching series for the month of November. We've talked about no more confusion. We ought to know who we are as Christians. Last Sunday, I talked about no more grumbling. We ought not be known as belly aches, complainers, and grumblers. Today, I want to preach as the Holy Spirit shall give me help from the topic, no more amnesia. I want to look at verses 1 and verse 2 of Psalm 103. In particular, I want to hang my hat on verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. No more amnesia. Lord, bless your word, bless your preacher. Give us ears to hear. Consecrate and sanctify our memories so we might recall and remember the good and great things you have done and are doing in our lives. Help us remember. Bless your preacher so he might be a blessing to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. The book of Psalms is a book of encouragement. While we traditionally interpret the book of Psalms as a book of prayer, poetry, and praise, the book of Psalms is also a book of encouragement. Throughout the entirety and totality of all 150 Psalms, we are encouraged to become the people that God has destined us to become. We are encouraged to accept people and we are encouraged to advocate issues that are near and dear to God. We are encouraged to love everyone, and we are encouraged to lament our sorrows, tragedies, and tough times. We are encouraged to care for everyone and confess our sins to God. We are encouraged to trust God with the totality of who we are and encouraged to testify about the great things that God has done in our lives. We are encouraged to take our prayer concerns to Almighty God and we are encouraged to praise God from whom all blessings flow. We're encouraged to renew our relationship with God, not annually or monthly, but daily. We're encouraged to rejoice in the Lord 
who has done all things well. We're also, watch chapel, encouraged to remember and recall the good and great things that God has done. According to this familiar psalm, David, the mighty man of God, who we know as the sweet singer of Israel, is engaging in a psalm of encouragement. David is encouraging himself and the people of God to recall and not forget the good and great things that God has done for Israel and the good things that God has done for them individually. According to this text, Watch Chapel, David is engaging in an act of not forgetting but remembering the good and great things that God has done for the people of God. According to David, God is a good God who does and has blessed and benefited the people of God with good and great things. As people who've been blessed by God with good and great things, we ought not forget the good and great things that God has done. But we ought to engage in an act of constant remembering and recall of the good things that God has done in our lives. Can I preach this Sunday morning? Notice as David is engaging in this dialogue in Psalm 103, this is significant, watch chapel, lest we read too fast and not digest what David is really doing. David is not talking to God. In verses 1 through 5, David is engaging in sanctified self-talk. He's not talking to God. He's not talking to Jonathan. He's not talking to his daddy, Jesse. He's not talking to his brothers. But David is talking to himself. And self-talk, watch chapel, is significant. What we say to ourselves can make or break our lives. I wish I had somebody talking to me this Sunday morning. Sometimes we are not where we should be. Sometimes we are struggling with low self-esteem. Sometimes we are in a stuck rut because of unsanctified self-talk. Unsanctified self-talk. Why would you demean yourself? Why do we dog ourselves out? Why do we speak death to ourselves? Why do we focus on what we don't do well? Why do we see the worst in ourselves and speak death to ourselves? David is not talking death to himself, but David, watch chapel, is engaging in sanctified self-talk. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, forget not all of his benefits. Who heals my diseases? 
Who has redeemed my life from the pit? Who has crowned me with loving kindness and tender mercies? I wish I could have somebody identify with me on the importance of sanctified self-talk. Who woke me up this morning? Who's been good to me every day of my life? Who has been my prayer answerer? Who has been my provider? Who has been my redeemer? Who has been my deliverer? Who has been my gift giver? Who has been my door opener? Who has been my way maker? Who allowed me to graduate with no debt? Who allows me to pay the mortgage every month? Who has healed my body? Who put shoes on my feet? Who's putting clothes on my back? Who's putting sense in my head? Who has been... Ain't nobody talking to me this morning. I, 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 I'm preaching this not just to encourage us to remember what God has done, but I'm preaching this to encourage everybody to engage in sanctified self-talk. Stop cussing yourself. Stop demeaning yourself. Stop talking about how you ugly. Stop talking about how what you don't have. I'm talking to somebody right now. Stop being an enemy to yourself. We, we love to quote, the Lord will deliver me from my enemies. Can I preach this? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every lying tongue will be condemned. But sometimes we need to be delivered from self. It ain't the enemy outside. It's the enemy in our head. It's the enemy between my ears. It ain't them, it's us. Sometimes working against ourselves sabotaging what God wants to do in our lives, getting in the way of how God wants to bless and use us for his glory. David is engaging in sanctified self-talk. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, all that is within me, bless his holy name, and forget not all of his benefits towards me. David is challenging himself to remember how good God has been and is to David. And I preach this watch chapel not just to encourage us to engage in sanctified self-talk. I'm preaching this to encourage us not to commit the passive sin of selective amnesia concerning God's goodness in our lives. God has been better than we realize. God has been better than we give God credit. God has been more awesome and great than we realize. God has done more than we give God credit for. But sometimes the problem in my life, let me testify my own sin, is I engage in selective amnesia concerning my burdens versus God's blessings. Can I preach this? Sometimes, let me just preach this to Harry Leo White Jr. Can I preach to myself on this Sunday? Sometimes it ain't that God hadn't been good. It ain't that God has.
has not been a healer, provider, way maker, sometimes I am more prone to remember my burdens than I do God's blessings. Am I talking to anybody besides myself? Sometimes we will recall and remember selectively amnesia concerning the burdens of God, the burdens of life versus the blessings of Almighty God. Can I preach this on this Sunday? We will recall our haters more than we remember the people who have helped us. We will recall our tough days more than we remember the many good days. We'll remember the sickness more than we recall the healing. We'll remember rejection more than we remember the people who have accepted us unconditionally. We'll remember our enemies more than we remember our faithful friends. Can I preach this? to somebody on this Sunday morning. I challenge everybody who has gathered on this Sunday morning not just to remember the bad stuff, but remember the good days, the great days, the deliverance, the healing, the prayers that God has answered. I dare you to remember every ordinary day where you woke up, you went to work, you went to school, you didn't have no drama, nobody called you from the morgue, nobody called you from jail, you didn't have to bail nobody. I dare you to thank God for the ordinary... I said the ordinary days. You had food to eat, you had shoes to wear, you had clothes, you had gas in the tank. Wasn't no drama, wasn't no drama, wasn't no mess, wasn't no, no confusion, nobody cussing, nobody fussing. You woke up, you came home, God blessed, you got up the next day. We got more good days. David says, forget not all. His benefits. What are the benefits I need to remember? I could call a laundry list of the ways that God has blessed and benefited our lives, but you don't have that much time. And I'm not that long of a preacher for me to keep reiterating and talking about the many ways God has blessed us, but I, but I got three that I want to lift on this Sunday morning. I, 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 first of all, we ought to remember the blessing and benefit of protection. The blessing and benefit of protection. David is writing this psalm, and if you know something about David, David has gone through some stuff that required protection in his life. We're introduced to David in 1 Samuel 16, and a giant with a big mouth by the name of Goliath. Come on, talk to me. David stood against Goliath. Goliath is a veteran warrior. David is wet behind the ears, green, yet God protected David. Come on, can I call the rule? David experiences success, watch chapel, and his success has become so phenomenal that Saul, his mentor, has become envious and jealous. 
And on more than one occasion, Saul tries to kill David, but God protected David. Absalom, his own son, turned against him, ran him out of town, engendering a coup d'etat, but God protected David. You can put your name in the blank and fill in what God has protected you from. Folk left you for dead, but God protected you. They schemed against you, but God protected you. They hated on you, but God protected you. They dug ditches for you, but God protected you. They lied on you, called you everything but a child of dog, talked about you like you had a tail, but God protected you. Do I have anybody here who knows that God is a protector? And for those of us who got gray in our beard, can I preach this? And gray on the top of our crown, there's some things that you realize 20, 30 years later, you didn't know, but God protected you from some stuff. You, 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 you thought you wanted it. Come on, I'm... I'm preaching this to the grown and spiritual folk. You, you thought you wanted him. You thought you wanted her. You thought you wanted that. But God was protecting us from doggone Delilah, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, the nun. Can I preach this? You, you thought you wanted that crew, but God was protecting you from some people who didn't mean you no good. the day, let me testify, I was driving on 95, rental car, car in front of me, something jumps out the back, my tire of all tires, amen, come on now, splits, I'm on 95, and if you don't think about 95, 95 is the devil. Come on, I'm preaching this to the real. 95 is the doggone devil, amen? Car. I'm looking to the right and left, but God. Come on, y'all ain't talking to me. I'm in the far left. Got to get over to the right to get to the curb because they always doing traffic. Y'all always doing construction on 95. Y'all ain't talking to me. I got to make my way to the far right lane out of the left lane. Get there. No drama, no accident, no confusion. Can I preach this? Miss my flight. But let me tell you how God worked. Miss my flight. Amen. Got to be here on Friday evening. My youngest daughter is receiving an award from my fraternity. Amen. Miss my flight. Don't know if I'm going to make it. Amen. Miss the flight. Y'all see where I'm going? Got to call plan B, plan C, plan D to get her there. But God is a protector. 
missed the 12 o'clock fight, but got on the 2 o'clock fight because God is a protector. I'm talking to somebody right now who knows that God is a protecting God. God will protect your mind. He'll protect your body. He'll protect your spirit. I said God will protect you. And I want somebody just to thank God for the ways God has protected you. But he's, he's not just a protector. I said he's a provider. God wanted benefits, the benefit of protection, huh? but also the benefit of provision. Y'all remember David is a shepherd boy. Remember, David is the author of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Can I preach this? And out of the context of David's life, David has experienced God as a provider. And I dare you to look back over your life and think about the many ways God has provided for you. Can I preach this? Sometimes, watch chapel, until we become grown and spiritual, we will confuse God's provision and our greed. How many of us, I'm talking about to the grown folk now, who can testify, it ain't that God wasn't providing. It's just that I didn't get everything I wanted. But God gave me everything I needed. Sometimes, until we develop some maturity in life, until we develop some perspective, until the Holy Ghost really gets a hold of us, we will confuse our greed and God's provision. Now, God's been good. You just didn't like the way it was packaged. Sometimes we, we, we just didn't like the way it came. Hey, come on now. We, sometimes, no, we, you had a car. It just wasn't a luxury sedan, but you, car got you from your job, got you to school. Don't say God hadn't been a provider. You, you got food. They leftovers from Thursday. Ain't, ain't no steak, ain't no fresh steak. Y'all, come on now. But you, 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 you got food till next Thursday. Come on now, talk to me in here. Can I preach this? Mama done sent you two plates home. We got shoes. It just ain't Uggs and Red Bottoms and Tim's. Let me go old school. Got Buster Brown. Dunks, ain't no J's, but you got shoes. Come on now, y'all ain't talking to me. I dare 
beg you to think about how God has provided. You wanted to go to Harvard, but God allowed you to get a full scholarship to NC State, and you have no debt. God is a provider. Sometimes we have to mature enough to look at life through eyes of faith. Lest we, let me go last Sunday, murmur, grumble, complain, bellyache, and confuse God as a provider with us being spoiled, rightened brats who complain and bellyache and think God is Jeff Bezos, Amazon Prime God, who gives us what we want, how we want it, when we want it, instead of being grateful for how God has provided for us morning by morning. Come on, can I preach this? I gotta, I can't forget the benefit of provision. I can't forget the benefit of protection. But I can't forget the benefit of providence. Providence is a holy word. Some people call it serendipitous experiences. <laughs> Some people call it epiphanies or consecrated coincidence. But providence is one of those words that's a holy word. If you read the Bible enough, we'll see the hand of God in our lives and how God works bad for our good. That's what providence is. Providence is that we serve a God who sits high and looks low. We serve a God who has the whole world in God's hands. We serve a God, come here, Joseph, his brothers are meant it for evil, but God worked it together for his good. Come here, Paul, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I'm going to my seat, but somebody ought to thank God for the providence of God. Can I preach this? There's some things that have happened to all of us that we wish did not happen. There's some tears we cried. There's some sorrow we've been through. There's some broken hearts that are in the room right now. There's some surgeries we did not want to have. There's some hellish experiences, trauma that we've gone through, but we've seen God turn it around and work it together for our good and the glory of Almighty God. I wish I could tell you why you went through some of what you went through. There's some stuff we didn't want to go through. Let me help somebody. God did not offer some of the mess and drama and trauma that we've gone through. But if you give it to God, God will turn it around and work it for your good. Do I have any testimonies in here? I didn't hate, I didn't like going through what I went through, but I see the hand of God in the midst of it. I didn't like going through what I went through. I didn't like going through the cancer diagnosis, the surgery, the difficulty, my heart being broken, him leaving me, her dogging me out. But I see the God, hand of God, working it together for my good. Anybody on the other side of pain? on the other side of rejection, on the other side of 
divorce, on the other side of separation, on the other side of a bad health diagnosis, and had you not gone through what you went through, you wouldn't have the joy that you have. You wouldn't have the peace that you have. You wouldn't have the discernment that you have. You wouldn't have the wisdom that you have. You wouldn't have the shout that you have. You wouldn't have the testimony that you have. You wouldn't have the praise that you have. When you can say all things, not just some things, work together. And let me help somebody. If he ain't worked it out yet, keep on living. He's working it together for your good right now. If some of us got a testimony, we wouldn't have had we not gone through what we went through. I can preach the way I'm preaching because I know God's a healer. I know God's a waymaker. I know God's a prayer answerer. I know God's a deliverer. I know God can do anything. I said anything but fail. So somebody will just praise them for God working it together for your good. You got joy. You got peace. You got patience. You got resilience. You got a testimony. Does anybody have a testimony? Do you have a testimony that only God could give you? your feet. Forget not all his benefits. Forget not all. I could preach this 52 Sundays out of the year. I could keep on talking about the benefits. And I dare you, when you get home, I want you to read all of Psalm 103. It's going to bless your life. It's going to bless your life. It's gonna, I say it's going to bless your life. Who heals your diseases? See, I, I give God credit for everything. You thought it was the doctor and the pharmacist, but it was God. You thought it was the surgeon or the orthopedic, but it was God. antibiotics ain't just come on now ain't just penicillin God working in the lives of doctors and surgeons and orthopedics and oncologists somebody right now my sister my brother you're not saved you don't have a church home I'm inviting you right now today to become a Christian. If you're not saved, you don't know Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, I'm inviting you right now to become a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today's the day I want you to accept Christ as your Savior. You may be saved, but you don't have a church home. You need a church home that's going to encourage you not to forget, but to remember. You're here. You're here. My sister, my brother, I'm extending the invitation to you 
to become a member of Watch Chapel. If you're here, walk down the aisle. Come from wherever you are. Walk down the aisle. Give me your hand. Give God your heart. Accept Jesus as your Savior or unite with Watch Chapel. You need a church family. You need a church family. Come on, sister. Come on, brother. It may be a family. You're here. I want to extend the invitation to the altar for prayer. Somebody has a memory problem. Got an amnesia issue. And let me help somebody. Sometimes amnesia is demonic. The devil will mess with your mind if you let him. I said the devil will mess with your mind if you let him. Sometimes you got to write down your blessings. Can I preach this? Sometimes you get, you know, I, I got a prayer journal. I put people's names in, but in that prayer journal, I got a gratitude section too that I, that I remember. <laughs> can, I, can I talk good now? November 16, 2023, I was on 95. My tire blew out, but I got to the goddamn safe. AAA came. Thank God for AAA. Amen. Came on time. Thank God for the nice lady, Southwest Airlines, to get me on the flight. Amen. You got to write down every blessing. Because if not, the devil will make you think your life is busted, disgusted, that you're cursed and not blessed, that you're rejected, not accepted. You better start writing stuff down. Devil wants you to forget how good God is. Well, yeah, God's good, but. No, ain't no but. God's good, period. Somebody come to the altar. I'm talking to you. Come on down to the altar. I want to pray over you. I'm praying over your memory, praying that you recall how God's good. And let me help. See, I got to, I don't know if I'm going to preach. I may preach the part two of this message just to bless somebody. You know why you should remember? I'm going to give you all a little preview. You remember how good God is and has been, take a step forward, because it'll give you confidence for the next crisis. Come on, I'm talking good to somebody. Crisis just don't stop. Uh, it's going to be something else. It's going to be some drama next year. Maybe something today. Take a step forward. Everybody come on down. I, I want you to remember because it's going to give you confidence in the next crises. It's going to be something else. It, that's life. It's going to be something else. Maybe not that child, but this child. It's going to be something else. Dog died. It's always something. But when you go through and God keeps you, God protects you, it gives me confidence for the next crisis. 
God ain't dead, God's alive, God sits high, the same God who kept me then is gonna keep me now. Lord, in the strong name of Jesus, I come lifting up every man and woman in this sanctuary. I pray now for strong faith in the name of Jesus. I pray for sanctified self-talk, that we sanctify our talk to ourselves, not just seeing the worst, but seeing the best, seeing how you've blessed us, seeing our abilities, seeing our gifts, our talents, our testimonies, seeing that we are works in progress. Lord, deliver us from speaking death to ourselves. Deliver us from condemning ourselves, cussing ourselves, comparing ourselves, putting down ourselves, ridiculing ourselves, mocking ourselves. Don't allow words of the enemy to internalize our spirit. I pray now for sanctified recall that we might constantly remember where you brought us from, what you're doing, how you've blessed, how you've kept, and what you're doing in our lives. Great things, good things. We're alive. We're blessed. We're able. You brought us from a long way. Help us, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now look at somebody, tell them, I want you to remember. Look at somebody, say, I want you to remember. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Amen. You can be seated for a minute. We're about to close. Tomorrow night, ACT, free, 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 ACT, amen. 10.30, teen talk, amen. Tuesday night, one week meeting. I need 50 people, multi-purpose room, 7 o'clock p.m., Awana, and Bible study resume on this Wednesday. For those who need the right hand of fellowship on next Sunday, all four classes to have been completed, contact Sister Rhonda Rainey by Wednesday, by Tuesday at 5 o'clock p.m. May the grace of our God, the love of Jesus Christ, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us until we shall meet again. The people of God said amen, amen, amen. Come on, choir.
Bye.